if you've got a bank account and the only money going into that bank account is social security money and you're not don't mix it with anything else don't create confusion get your social security check go into an account only for social security dollars and your creditors can't garnish that with the exception of the irs of course and federal student loans they can so most people don't need to usually when i have somebody who has a thousand dollars a month in social security income and they're demanding that they be allowed to file a chapter 13 it's because they have a car that there is zero chance they can afford it and they're just not ready to let it go yet and they want to keep it a little bit longer give it a go just to try a little bit harder no it's a bad idea welcome to the bankruptcy podcast a podcast about untangling the complex world of bankruptcy in Georgia. Each week, we deliver the best insights and practical advice on how to navigate the legal waters of bankruptcy with expert guidance and real-life stories. Now, here's your host, Jeff Kelly. Hello, this is Jeff Kelly, and in the podcast today, I want to talk about should somebody who is on Social Security file a bankruptcy case? And the answer is, to this legal question, just like most legal questions, is it depends. As a general rule, no. So, for example, when somebody calls my office, their total monthly income is $1,000 a month, Social Security, they have no assets, no savings, no house, nothing of value, should that person ever file a bankruptcy case? Almost all the time, I'm going to say no. Don't do it. Well, why? Well, number one, Social Security is a protected stream of income. You can go to the Social Security website. They've got all kinds of information about this. None of your creditors can send a garnishment to the Social Security Administration and say, hey, hand that person's check over to me. In fact, in the state of Georgia, if you've got a bank account and the only money going into that bank account is Social Security money and you're not, don't mix it with anything else, don't create confusion, get your Social Security check, go into an account only for Social Security dollars and your creditors can't garnish that with the exception of the IRS, of course, and federal student loans, they can. So most people don't need to. Usually when I have somebody who has a thousand dollars a month in social security income and they're demanding that they be allowed to file a chapter 13, it's because they have a car that there is zero chance they can afford it and they're just not ready to let it go yet and they want to keep it a little bit longer, give it a go just to try a little bit harder. No, it's a bad idea. Don't do it. You know, if we can make the numbers work, great. Most of the time, we can't win. Chapter 13 is not going to help somebody whose income is extremely low. Is there any reason to file Chapter 7? Well, not really in, for that person because, again, you can't garnish Social Security wages. You can't clean it out of a checking account either if the money is 100% Social Security. Now, having said that, another Trap that 
people need to watch out for. Whenever you file a Chapter 7, you can't get out. If the trustee finds an asset, if you don't like the way things are going, you want to quit, forget it. It's, it's not going to happen. Don't file to begin with. So once in a while, I'll have a person who's, you know, in their late 70s and they're like, you know, they're blowing up my phone. They're calling my cousins. They're calling my siblings. They're calling my neighbor, trying to find out where I am to collect money from me. Please file my chapter seven. And if somebody's going to pay me to file chapter seven and they insist on it, I sometimes will reluctantly do it. And I had one, it's been a long time since I've filed a chapter seven for anybody whose sole source of income is social security. But years ago I did, the guy just insisted on it. And this was way back before COVID when we actually went to court physically, you know, today we do everything by zoom. Hallelujah. It's so much better. But back then we went to court. He assured me no assets, nothing to worry about. And the trustee, by the way, the trustees are very good at finding assets where people think don't exist. The trustee asked him a question about universal life insurance policies and a light went off inside his head. And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And he did have a universal life policy that actually had some cash value, $10,000 of cash value to be exact. That's a problem. You know, in his case, we were able to, you know, exempt it. The trustee didn't give us grief about it. But if that had been like, you know, a $20,000 life insurance policy for a single person, a good chunk of that money would have ended up going to the trustee. And if that person had never filed chapter seven to begin with, he probably could have done something more useful with that money or, you know, settled whatever. But in, in his case, he, you know, maybe he shouldn't have filed. Like what you hear so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you're intrigued by the world of bankruptcy and want a comprehensive guide to help you get out of debt, head on over to kellycanhelp.com slash welcome and subscribe to our email list to have a guide to bankruptcy in Georgia. Helping people get out of debt delivered right to your inbox. Now back to the show. But let's talk about a chapter 13 situation. So again, chapter 13 doesn't solve problems for people who can't afford their mortgage or they just owe too much money on vehicles. As a general, you're on social security. This isn't going to be good for you. But Every now and then we get somebody who is usually they're on social security, you know, social security is a big chunk of their income and there's a part-time job, or maybe there's a VA retirement on top of that. But if somebody owns a house, that can really be a game changer. There's a certain amount of money that we can protect under Georgia law as far as exemption goes. But if you've got a ton of equity in your house, and you have an amount of credit card debt that maybe if we could freeze it and stop the late fees and stop the interest from building up, if we could pay that out through a chapter 13 plan, you know, that's an example of a case where, hey, it might be wise to for that 
person in that situation to file a Chapter 13 rather than just ignore the unsecured creditors and let you know the interest run wild and slowly eat away at the equity of the house. That person, if we can make the numbers work, might be a good idea for them to file a Chapter 13. But if you've got any questions, you know, call my office, 770-881-8449. We're happy to talk to you, see if we can help if we can. And also, I want you to download a free copy of my book. Go to www.kellycanhelp.com backslash welcome and write down any questions you have. But again, most people whose sole source of income is Social Security experience a big sigh of relief when I tell them, hey, that stream of income is safe. And no, you don't need to call me. You know, if your Social Security income is all you got and you don't have any assets, you're worried about a creditor taken, you're good. But, and you know, you can check with the Social Security Administration. You can call me if you absolutely need to. But I hope that this video will help relieve a lot of stress for people that you're not stuck, you're safe, it's going to be okay. So thank you for tuning in and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on the Bankruptcy Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, kellybankruptcy.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you liked this show, you might want to check out our guide to bankruptcy in Georgia, Helping People Get Out of Debt, available at kellycanhelp.com slash welcome. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.